What's up, street cops? This is Shane from Flipping Informants. And today I want to talk to you about really exciting thing. Lawyers, <laughs> right? Lawyers, sounds exciting, right? But are they a resource or are they a roadblock? I've talked to people that can see them as both. Um, but the L word, lawyer, is going to come up a lot when you're working with CIs. Um, and depending on what context, there are some obstacles that you can learn to overcome when it comes to lawyers. We have to stop looking at them as the enemy, though, right? We hear uh, we prepare for our cases in court. We prepare for cross-examination. And we tend to think of defense attorneys as, you know what, I don't want to deal with them, right? But let's open our minds a little bit. So first and foremost, you're speaking to an informant in a debrief setting. Now, once again, this is a debrief, an informant debrief, which we talk about in class. This is not a suspect interview. This is not a... Uh, uh, take them into an interrogation room, speak to them post Miranda that we are talking. We're not talking about their case specifically. We are talking about what they can do moving forward. So let's say an informant is speaking to you during a debrief. This is off the record. This is them talking about the things that they can they can do, the potential they have to work their charges off, maybe even get paid. But they're talking about what they what they can do at some point during this conversation, whether it's during your pitch or sometimes it will come up. After you've had the entire conversation, the first way the L word lawyer normally comes up is what should I get a lawyer? They're going to ask you this. Now, you have to be extremely careful when you answer this question because we cannot give people legal advice. Right. So should I get a lawyer? First and foremost, what would you do if you if you uh, were received a target letter or if you're the subject of a criminal investigation, you would probably get a lawyer. Right. We're not here to give people this advice. We're here to we are here to uh, provide them with the uh, resources, though, right? Well, uh, listen, I can't tell you what to do. I can't give you legal advice. But what can I I can tell you is that people who work with the police, whether they are represented by an attorney or not, generally see success with their charges if they see it all the way through. And that second part is really important because people think that if they start with us, that if they don't finish that, you know, that we'll wipe whatever clean. No, you have to see the agreement through, right? So once again, people who work with us, whether they have retained an attorney or not, generally see success with their charges. I've had people, and this you could say things like, I've had people walk away from blank um, because they work with the police, whether it's a, a, uh, a eighth or a, or a kilo, right? I've had people walk away from blank because they worked with us. They were to put successful cases on the table and we ended with a handshake and not guess what? They then continue to be a paid informant after that. Right. So don't let that word, don't let that question, uh, don't perceive it as a threat. Should I get a lawyer? Some people will walk out and be like, you know what? Whatever. They don't want to work with me. No, they're asking you because they're facing a criminal charge and they have a genuine interest in their in their own case. Right. Should I get a lawyer? Don't take that as a threat. Answer the question. The second way that lawyers will enter the informant world is you possibly proactively engaging an attorney. Now, that sounds crazy, right? But this is the resource side. How can we look at lawyers as a resource for working with informants? Let's say you have somebody in custody that you that you are previously in custody that you charged with a handgun or you got them with a kilo or they have information about blank. Maybe that day that you encounter them, they were everything was super escalated or maybe they had a uh, co-defendant that it would just not be appropriate to try to pull them aside, right? What can you do? The, the fight isn't over. 
reach out to your assistant prosecutors in your area, your assistant district attorneys, explain to them, I had John Doe defendant in custody for blank. Uh, these are the circumstances. I am truly interested in working with them and seeing if they want to become an informant. Would you mind reaching out to their defense attorney or you know their public defender, their private attorney, and seeing if they're interested in cooperating? So imagine being the defense attorney, the, the public defender, you know, on the other side of that phone call that this person has a lengthy criminal history, you know, the kind of the lock the door, throw away the key. We're just going to go through the process with this. And next thing you know, they get a phone call from the uh, the, the prosecutor, the district attorney says, hey, uh, your defense, your client, um, would they he or she be interested in cooperating with us uh, because the, the arresting officer has some things they want to discuss with them? Do you think we can maybe work out a cooperation agreement? Now that defense attorney can take a black and white agreement to their their client and present that to them and say, hey, listen, the police want to work with you. They're willing to uh, do this, that and the third if you see your side of the bargain through. Right. So this is a way we can look at lawyers as a resource. Once again, it's not a threat when someone speaks about getting an attorney. The third way that lawyers will typically enter the uh, CI arena is sometimes a very bad one. And what is that? It's going to be a big roadblock. That is when an attorney is retained by an organization for a defendant. Okay, think, let your mind go crazy about the potential problems that could happen with this. What do, you, what do I mean by this? I mean, you have someone in custody for blank, that, that whatever it is, and they want to work with you. They are on board. They're on Team America. They want to help themselves out. Right. But guess what? You get a phone call. Hey, so and so lawyer is on the phone. And you wind up figuring out that, that their organization, whether it's a street gang, a cartel, has retained an attorney, a private defense attorney for this defendant. They have been retained by the organization. Why would that be a problem? Because the organization has a very strong interest in knowing the outcome of the case. They are the ones paying the bills. They are the one paying for the high-end private attorney. They have a very high interest in knowing the outcome of, hey, so-and-so being released on a summons. Are they going to... Uh, the county lockup tonight. You know, what's the status of their case? Why, why has it been three years and everyone, all the co-defendants have been, have been, uh, either pled out or been sentenced, but, but this person still hasn't, hasn't, uh, had a resolution to their case. Major, major pitfall. And unfortunately, there aren't many ways around this. Um, and the person that's, that's, uh, you know, in custody or that wanted to work with you typically knows that's the end of the road. But that, that is my opinion of what can be a major, uh, major roadblock when it does come to attorneys. But you have to change the way you think about them. It's not a threat when someone talks about getting a lawyer in this informant world. It's not, it's not always a roadblock. Start and try to think of them as a resource and, and it's not the, it's not the end of the world, right? So once again, any questions, feel free to DM me, email me, shanestreetcop.com. I'm here to help you however I can. Thanks and uh, have a nice one. Stay safe.